The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. You are the big champion, champ, champ. Now's my turn to do. Johnny Walker. Another submission, and Anthony Lionheart Smith with a little something extra. Was able to eventually put him down and just finish. He was making the right decisions. I was just a step ahead. Anthony Lionheart. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's dangerous. Listen to me, we're at it. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. We are a bit, we're in a rush getting started quick. We are Johnny Walker. You don't want to make Johnny Walker wait. Uh, fighting Anthony Smith in the co-main event this Saturday night. That, that's a great fight. Um, sorry. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> I said, I go bring him in. I'm just excited to get to it. Oh, I but think you said, you're... wait a minute. I'm sorry. Did you say no, wait a minute I didn't or bring say him wait in? wait a minute. I said, bring him in. Okay. You know I'm why, in Jimmy? Idiot. We're what? a little late. And let's be honest. It was my ass. I had it's not important. I'm sorry. Let's party. You don't have to apologize for your honey. I, I totally understand. We'll, we'll just tell Johnny so he knows that we're not making hey, look, him wait. Look, look, look behind him. Look at that picture. What's happened, my friend? Hey, Johnny. How you doing? Johnny Walker, good to see you. Is that you with a lion? Did that picture behind you, did that painting actually happen? I eat the lion on the breakfast, my friend. <laughs> That's so intimidating. Especially for Lionheart, who you're fighting. Intimidate him. This is just life, just the way that I am, you know. Johnny, are you? Uh, how do you, I'm, I'm amazed that you moved from such warm weather in 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 Rio uh, to Ireland. Isn't it rainy and kind of damp all the time in Ireland? Uh, most of the year, yeah, like sixty percent of the year, or seventy. Yeah, but now the summer is there, so it's good weather. There's good weather as well, no? The problem with Ireland is just very clouded. I don't know where it's coming from, but very, very clouded. So the sun hides behind the clouds, you know? So you don't have much sunlight sometimes. But now in the summer, you have more sunlight, so it's good. But it's not every day, but it's like, you know, you get sunlight when, it, when it's, the, it's not the summer. You get sunlight 
twice, three times a week, but it's not very long, you know, but you can survive. Has it affected your mood at all? Because they say like a lack of sunlight and you're so used to it from where you're from. Has it changed your mood at all or, or, or not a problem? Oh, my, friend. my mood is unchangeable. Yes. Yes. And he's eating. <laughs> he's so happy. Now, the, the painting, I'm getting back to the painting behind sure. you. You're with the lion. Now, does that have to do with you fighting the, uh, a gentleman by the name of Anthony Lionheart Smith? Is that the reason mm. why there's this painting? Yeah, it's a, it's a fun art he makes for me, and then I, I, I think it's fun, and, and I put it in the background. It is fun. I yeah. like it. Now, you, uh, I, I, you're, you have a very fun life in Ireland. I, I enjoyed watching you walk around. You and your wife went shopping, and uh, she, put, she likes to cross-dress you and walk around in public, and you seem very comfortable. You said, I have no shame. You just have a, it's just a fun life for you there. 100% yeah that was uh we have we bought a book right there on this book you scratch like this and you see what kind of date you have to do that time the date was you have to buy a dress for each other so it's just fun thing to do you know I like to do fun thing whatever you are in the world you have to enjoy their life you have to enjoy the process you know so it's what I do I enjoy my life so you enjoy wearing a dress Yes, that, that was the that, that was the mission on the on the on the trick on, on the book. So we have to we have to accomplish. So I don't give a this. fuck. Hey, come on! Nobody pay my bills. Nobody <laughs> give a shit for me. Like I do whatever fuck I want. Yep. The fuck, man. You know me I mean? too. Like, I don't care what they, they're gonna think about this. It's not gonna affect my mood. They're gonna affect my life. You think whatever you wanna do. I'm do my thing. Doesn't matter, no. Now, what about what book is this? Now, you and your your wife, you come up with a book and you write things in, like a dare me book. What is no, it? No, no, no. We she bought a book for me, a present, a, a birthday gift. On the book, there's a couple challenge books. So you scratch the book and you see what challenge you have to do. Oh. Well, who Little fun wrote, things for them to wrote, do. Just that's not. But who wrote that book? Some twisted individual? I don't know, my friend. Book is crazy. I have so much thing. Sometimes you cook. Sometimes you have to trip to somewhere. Sometimes you have to, like have different different tricks to do. You know? It's really fun. Yeah, you said too that you wake up every morning. The first thing you do is you thank God for how good your life is. Did you you didn't see when you were a kid? You this is not the direction you saw your life going in. You didn't realize that that you would have this good of an adult life. Yeah, we, we grow up, you know, like in, in a very difficult place, very humble, you know, no money, no much opportunity. But I was being grateful. I was as a dream, you know. I was visualizing myself doing something important in my life, you know. And I say thank you because I'm doing extra life already here. I supposed to die a long time ago when I was young. I have like two bad diseases. Like a, a one, one of them was a meningitis. Meningitis, yeah. yeah. And I survived that shit. And then I have some problem with my heart as well. I was supposed to have a heart operation when I was 18, but the treatment worked, so I survived. So I'm doing extra time in life. So I'm grateful to be here every day, you know, whatever it takes, whatever happens. If I have one, if I have food, if you have or don't have, I don't care. I just gonna say thank for open my eyes and still breathing and keep fucking going through whatever it takes. It's a great way of looking at things. Yeah. It makes you appreciate every day. Every minute, every day, every memory, every presence. Because you have to appreciate the presence because after it's gonna become a memory, you know? So appreciate the presence every yeah. day. You, you I think this chicken, it's cold right now, but it's good. I'm hungry and mm. chicken. Uh, Jimmy, that's yeah. a, Jimmy, can you enjoy life 
the way our friend Johnny Walker enjoys that chicken. Can't you, my friend? It's not as easy for me um, because I get in my own way. But when you look at it with the attitude of like, look, there's a lot of things that could have had me dead at this point and I'm still alive. So just enjoy it. It's crazy to not enjoy it. It makes perfect sense. 100% you have room because you don't know what's coming after you. The only certain thing in life is death. If you stop and think, I'm going to die one day. Everybody's going to die. So I think you have to accomplish some, everything that you can in, in life. You have opportunity to make a better day, a better future for you every day when you wake up. So just go and get it. You know, you're going to die anyway. So fuck it. And John Cavanaugh was talking about how like when you were, you know, when you were first started, you, you were able, you're so strong and such a good puncher that you're able to kind of blitz through guys. But as you get higher in the, the rankings, it's harder because guys are experienced. They've seen everything. They've fought good fighters. And he's saying that how much you guys have worked on certain things in the last couple of years. And you've seen a huge change since you've been with John in, in your game. A hundred percent. Before I was just an animal on the cage. Now I'm a trained animal. So... I'm more precise, I'm more careful, you know, chin down, hands up, set more the traps, get the opportunity on the right time, not rush. So I'm more professional and more trained. So 100% I evolve a lot. Now, Anthony Lionheart Smith, he's he's got a recognizable face, a recognizable name. People know him. Now, when you got when you got called to fight him, what, what, what went off in you? What was your initial thought? Very good. All of my my plans, all of my 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 training, my hard work is starting to pay off. That because I start to fight people that are more recognizable, no, that fought for the belt, fought to John, like have a lot of experience, you know. So it's good. So when I finish him, it's gonna show everybody and show myself and prove to everybody, prove to myself as well that I'm ready for the next step, you know, a title shot or that close to stay on the rank, the top, top five fight better fighters, you know, and start to make my legacy. John said, uh, Kavanaugh said too about you that you, you really don't seem to have any nerves on fight night. Um, that you seem very calm and relaxed. Is it just that you're good at not showing it or is your attitude about it that nothing bad is going to happen? Or, or, how, or how right was he about that? He's right. You know why? If you do, like, there's a long company training, right? I'm doing diet for like two months and a half. My birthday was 3rd of March. I have a little piece of cake this size just to, to have a piece of cake. I'm a fighter 365 every day, all year. I diet, I train, you know, I stretch, I look after myself. And on the training camp, I committed myself 100%. Notice on the training camp, it's on my career. When you do everything perfect and you do your best every day, it's not just about training hard every day because you can't train hard every day, but you have to do your best every day. The easy technique, do your best. Hard train, hard session, do your best. When get fight time, if I have a time machine to come back in time to do better than I did, I don't want, I don't need this time machine because I did my best there. So when I get there, whatever outcome from the fight, I'm going to accept, I'm going to hug. Whatever happened to the fight, I'll, I'll be happy to the results because I did my best. That's it. That's yeah, good. Anthony, see, I'll go ahead, Matt, sorry. No, I was just going to say, as a guy that went in there, that's a, a very smart way of analyzing it because it doesn't put too much pressure on yourself where if you start thinking of all the different outcomes in mixed martial arts, there's so many, what if this happens? What if that you can't, you could only control what you could control. 
And that's your preparation. And after that, I'm going to go out there, do my best, let the chips fall where they may. So I like the way your mentality is, Johnny. That's good. Yeah, right. 100%. Thank you. I'm up on that. And Anthony, uh, he, he, he's been very uh, – He's, he's praised your discipline. You know, the fact that you walk around, he said around 240, 245, and you always get down. And he said you're a very disciplined uh, athlete. Um, what are your feelings on, on him? And um, what, what advantage do you think you have over him besides the, uh, the, the, the size and the length? Yeah, I think he's a really good fighter. He's very experienced to have a lot of fight. He's he, he been through a few battles already. So I have to respect, you know, the guy. He's a good fighter. He's good for... I like to fight good fighters, you know? And he's a good fighter. He's going to be, like, a, a very good experience for me. I'm going to learn a lot from this fight, you know? And uh, my advantage on top of him, I'm bigger than him. I'm stronger. I'm faster. I'm unpredictable. I'm younger. And I'm less damaged, I think, from... Just having so much fighter, you know, on his career. So I hope I can do... A nice fight on Saturday night, but I think this is all what I have best against him. My strength, my youth. I'm handsome and sexy as well. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I mean, that's. I guess that, I don't think that will help you against Anthony Smith, but I, yeah, I'm sure you look better than me and Matt do. Um, so, <laughs> what do you think you have to do to get to the uh, the title? Um, like, obviously, a win over Anthony Smith. Uh, it looks like I'm, if Prohaska is ready to fight, he probably has the next shot because he vacated the belt. What do you think your path is if you have a good fight against Anthony? Hopefully, I got a good performance, so it's going to show how ready I am. And if Because Jamal, he was the number five on the division before he got his chance to the title shot. I'm going to yeah. be on the five. I'm going to take it under his spot. God bless me, you know? And then, of course, I want to revenge against... Uh, sure. Jamal, if he should be the champion there, you know? So let's see what's what's coming out first from this fight. I worry about Saturday night. After there, I'm going to start thinking about the future, you know? Yeah. Well, Johnny, look, uh, good luck on Saturday. Uh, you know, you're a very, very exciting fighter. You know that. Um, and Anthony is a, a very smart veteran, and he's been through this. So this is going to be a, a great fight. And uh, hopefully we'll talk to you again afterwards, man. Have, have a great fight on Saturday. And uh, thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. Yeah, Johnny. Thank you very much. No problem. Take care, guys. Okay, Take man. Have care, a great Johnny. fight. Be good. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed.
positive energy. I love it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, hey. he's, a, he's a very fun guy. I don't know how anybody can not enjoy Johnny Walker. Yo, we got fights coming up. We're going to be oh, talking about these fights. Yes. We have comedian uh, Gary, uh, who's it, Gary Owens. Gary's coming on Monday. No, no, no. It says here. Wait. No, I know, but it's Monday because we had three for today. So Gary was able to move for Monday, which would guarantee that he's able to do a little oh, bit longer. So we Whenever Anthony we have three, we cram them in. So that's great that we have both guys fighting each other. On. Yeah, yeah. Anthony Smith will be on in a little bit. Um, hey, but there was something I, I know you wanted to talk about. Yes, well, sir. You know, you know what's really listen, Jimmy. You know me. Mm -hmm. My fighting days are over. You know what I mean? Sure. I fought. I listen. We all know I accomplished some shit. Sure. Well, I thought you were going to mention what I, you know, the one, the tough thing. I, I won the, I, I shocked the world. I got the belt. But that's, I thought well, that, all that matters is the Frank Trigg knockout. The Frank Trigg knockout. Well, the Let's Frank Trigg knockout just, <laughs> yeah, cherry on top. But, um, so listen, man, you know, we have, uh, we had that fight recently. Last night we celebrated. Sure. About the, uh, Bantamweight champ, Aljamain Sterling versus Henry Shahuto. And now, let me explain something. Now, during this, that lead up, because it was right here in Jersey, I came up the Friday, the day before. But the rest of the camp was there. Who's there? Ally Aquinta, uh, uh, Dennis Bazooka, the guys, like the guys, the, a lot of the guys were there all week long with Aljo, you know? Yeah. And there was some stuff between the camps that I, the guys were telling me. Like the other guys were grilling them. And fucking acting hard and this and that. And my guy and our guys, this is what they're telling me. Like, yo, man, these guys are just fucking mean mugging and being fucking silly. They got to realize they, that they, first of all, they're being stupid because if something ever happened between the teams, they're fucking getting destroyed. And I'm not, yeah. I'm just, yeah. I mean, really, dude, I mean, you're being silly. Yeah. But, uh, but whatever, you know what? Sometimes that shit happens. There was something with the Yon camp that one time. And you know what? Fighters end up having their day in the in the octagon, and things get worked out. And sure, we've been around a while. A lot know? of tension leading up to it, kind of yeah. leading up to it. But I don't think too much of it. Me and Longo, we've been around the game a while, you know. But things are different if you're specifically, you know, mentioning my name. Now, now listen, we are uh, the little guy that's uh, Eric, the coach of uh, uh, Henry Shahuto. He's the silly little short guy with the gla the funny glasses on. That's how people recognize him. Oh, the short guy with the glasses. Oh, you're, you're Henry's coach, right? I'm not going to even call him a coach. I'll call him a hype man. He seems like a hype man. Now, I always was okay with this, Eric. I've seen him on uh, Dana White looking for a fight one time. I forgot where we were. And uh, we were at some bar. And he was there with some girl fighter that he's managing or something. And I remember talking to him. And I remember, you know, it's another guy my size, not a tall guy, right? So we're fucking talking, and he, I'm like, oh, so I go, what do you? I go, you're actually a coach. Like I'm not being mean, I'm, right? I go, what do you? I go, what do you do? Like what is your? And he said, oh, I used to wrestle, and he was telling me about his wrestling credentials, which I acted, oh wow, but I forgot what the fuck they were. Nobody, but sure. at the long story short, nobody knows this fucking guy, you know. Besides being the guy that's in Henry's corner, right? sure. But you know, I never had a problem with him or nobody, you know. So look, so um, right now, I, I was checking, somebody was like, yo, check out the, the Ariel thing that was playing just now. It was just before somebody, and he was talking shit about the team, right? Uh, in this interview. But now it's one thing if you're talking about 
they, they, they he's he's but he's very butthurt over um Aljo winning this fight, yeah. insisting he feels that Henry won and yada yada. I listen, right? You're you're entitled to your opinion. Yeah, but he's like you know. Then he starts talking about the team and he started bringing up about the animosity between the teams. So and again, I'm late to that party. I didn't really experience any of that. Like I said, I came down Friday. There was nothing much going on. I missed right. all at the way at the weigh-ins, uh, the the earlier weigh-ins. I didn't. I, I missed all whatever tension there was. Aljo, I think, yelled at him a couple times. The the, the, the camp, but uh, you know. So I'm kind of not. I'm with my guys, but I wasn't involved in any of this shit. So now I see this guy on the talk, and he's talking about each one of the our team. He goes, they call us. I forgot what he said that we called them. I don't know. I, I didn't say anything, but he goes, you know, like like. But uh, he goes, let's you know, Ray Longo saying to. Punch a hole in somebody's fucking chest. That's okay. And I'm not, that's pretty, that's pretty weak attacking Longo with that. I have no idea what that even means. Yeah. Raging out like a Quinta. He's going to, he has notes in front of him. He goes, he's a real estate agent, which is, I don't know why you keep, why, why you bring that up, but that's great. He does great with that. But, and then he's like, he, uh, you know, he said after one of his fights, oh, you're booing me. Fuck you. And yeah, dude, the guy's emotional. The guy was in there fighting something you don't know about. Yeah. It's okay. All right. So you're attacking now. He goes, Matt Serra. Now, I'm like, I was interested in this. I mentioned my name. He goes, Matt Serra, you know, you, 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 you say you're stocky, not short. You are short. You are short, and you're 100 pounds heavier than when GSP, when you fought GSP. So, I mean, so the guy's attacking me. Now, look, hold on. Coach Eric, let, let's, talk, let's talk about this. Let's, let's, be, let's be adults, okay? I challenge you, bro. To t- now, now, first of all, don't get excited. Jimmy. Not to a fight. We all know. No. If I lock myself in a room with this little fucking troll, we know who's walking out. Yeah. And it's not that little pig. Uh, so that's the not, we're not talking about anything physical. We're not talking about right. Anything. Please, come on. Uh, but I, I dare you. You make a fat joke. I fucking dare you to take your shirt off next to me, you little, little piggy. You little piggy. He'll go, no, I don't come here. Take your shirt off. Listen, Eric, you little pig. Uh, you made a fat joke the wrong time for the fat joke. I'm actually yeah. Matt's abs look really good. If I was chubby, that would have got me annoyed. That actually makes me chuckle and it gives me a reason to show yeah. you my abs. So I mean, look, I'm not bragging. I'm just defending myself, Jimmy. Now, you know, are you sure he wasn't talking you, about me? You sure he wasn't talking about me when he said fat? He was not. He mentioned my name. Okay. And then he's like, and yeah, and you know, you you say you're not short. You're a stocky. You are you are short. Hey, Eric, dipshit, Captain dipshit, Captain obvious. Of course I'm short. You fucking twat. Of course I'm short. It's a joke. What do you call that? Self what humor? Self self deprecation. Yes, that's what it is. Idiots like me do that too. Jimmy, See? I'm silly, and I like to be silly. So do you really think that I'm saying I'm not st- short? I'm actually tall, but I'm st- no, dude. We're both short. Yeah. The difference is people know I accomplished some shit, and you're a guy just fucking following around after Henry on his fucking coattails, and that's it. People look at you. You go, oh, that's the little goofy guy in the corner. I know him. That little shit goofy guy. I want to pick him up. Listen, Coach Eric. From now on, hype man Eric. You're not a fucking coach. Let's be honest. All right. I don't blame you for, you know, backing up your guy. But the second you start mentioning our names, you're being stupid. All right, Eric. When this is all behind the scenes, I know you, I don't know if you're just trying to get fights, but you're mentioning names, people by name. 
I see you in person. Don't talk to me. Don't come up to me. Hey, we're selling this thing. I'm not selling anything. I think you're a little fucking bitch. You know where I am in Long Island. You got something you want to talk to me about. You can get me privately and we can talk. We can talk privately and I'll make that happen. All right. But anyway, let's get back to the show. <laughs> yeah, I had not heard that, Matt. So I'm That's glad you said that. I, I had not. What a little fucking twat. You know I'm just I mean? trying to move it along. I'm sorry. Wait, what's that? Oh, I think you were talking oh, to me. Sorry, Jimmy, Jimmy. Oh, no. I have enough friends. <laughs> I could use a couple of enemies. I could use it. I'm a friendly guy. Yep. I'm nice. I'm affable. Sure. Oh, don't fuck with me. You don't I'm appreciate a- someone. Hey, 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 man, Eric, we're not the guys getting in the cage. Don't mention my name. If you want to mention my name, me and you could talk. And I know you're from Long Island. So I know that it's very easily that me and you can't talk privately. So shut your fucking mouth, kid. Shut your mouth. Because you're a fucking little goofy guy with gl- those fucking corny fucking glasses on. And uh, by the bottom of my heart, go fuck yourself. But hey, UFC Unfiltered, we like to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Jimmy. Now we could move on. Oh, no, 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 no. I was joking. When I said we can move on, I was implying that you were calling me a little fat piggy. I was reacting as if you were, we could talk about this all day. I I don't need to move on at all. Actually, Jimmy, I just know what it is. I like that from people. They, they, they mentioned me. Sure. They think that, Oh, and this one and I, and he had the notes written down and trying to be all witty dude. Henry could do that. Cause Henry's the guy actually going in there and fighting. You're not, dude, you never fought. Yeah. I'm going to go on the road. I'm going to, somebody proved me wrong. Did this guy ever fight? I don't know. This guy. He's like, and he's and he's from Long Island. He's from Freeport. I never heard of this motherfucker. I grew up a few towns over. Who the it's fuck like you? when um you got into, like when uh, what's his name's coach spoke to you when uh, Diego Sanchez's coach, like when you when you bumped into him. It's like one of those yeah. weird vibes coming from another coach that yeah. doesn't yeah. need to happen. I mean, listen, I'm sure he's got more credentials than that fucking idiot. But yeah, you know, I it's funny though because you know. I had a nice conversation with this guy, Jimmy. I don't try to, I don't, I don't act like a, t- I don't bully nobody. I don't act like a tough guy. You right. want to find, you, you're looking for that though? All right, I'm here. You want to find that side of me? It's easy to find, bro. It's easy to fucking find. You know what I mean? I'm a fucking nice guy. You want to be disrespectful to me? Let's, let's do it somewhere alone. Let's see how that goes. Let's see how that works out for us. Okay. Jimmy. Yes. I like to have fun though. I do. I like to keep it positive. But when yep. stuff like this, this happens, it just, it, I'm not saying it makes me happy. but It rubs it, you the wrong way? No, but it don't upset me. It gets me even more like, you know what, dude? I trained this morning. I taught my 7 a.m. class. I moved around with the guys. I, did. I like staying dangerous. And there's some days maybe I'm like, ah, maybe I don't feel like rolling today. I don't feel like staying dangerous. But then you never know when there's a dipshit that comes out of the fucking woodwork. Like, right. fucking, like hype man Eric, you know? But, uh, you know... There's too many morons out there to smack, to be honest with you. And there's always yeah. repercussions. Sure. So obviously, I would never do anything physical. But, you know, you know, I just want to let him know a heartfelt go fuck yourself. And, sure. Uh, you know, hey, man, I know I'm not a tall man. But guaranteed I got better abs than you, you fat fuck. Yeah. Anyway, me? Fucking go. Better abs than me? Go. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Tell you're taller than him on your back, right? <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, oh, Jimmy! I see. I just feel better when I just un, uh, I, unload. Uh, you got it. That's the best way to do it. It's there's a lot worse things to do. You got to get it off your chest. 
If he said something on Ariel, you should come on your show and say something, of course. And the best is this. The best is he goes, uh, you know, Mr. Unfiltered, and Ariel chimes in. Oh, it's very, it's very filtered. <laughs> very, Ariel, believe listen, he's kind of funny. You got to fucking like Yeah. He's like, oh, it's very extremely filtered. <laughs> he's a little prick. But uh, that's all in fun. <laughs> you know what I mean, Jimmy? We like to have fun on UFC Unfiltered. We but do. I like that shit, man. That makes it spicy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, let yeah, me ask man. you. What? What do you, uh, we had, uh, of course, we had uh, Johnny Walker. We have Anthony Smith in a bit. They, I think that the main event was supposed to be those guys, and now it's Jarzinho Rosenstrike and uh, Jalton Almeida, which is a great fight. What do you think of that main event? 18-2 and two against Rosenstrike's 13-4. and four. Uh, Number 12 against number 9. Jarzinho is ranked higher, but Almeida has looked really, really good um, as of late. Say again? What do you think of that fight? The fight between Lionheart and fucking... No, 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 no. I'm talking about uh, Rosenstrike and uh, Jalton Almeida, the main event. I'm saying Holy Almeida has looked... shit, man! Very I'm good. going to my final right now. That's the main event? Yeah. Oh, you see, you're looking for something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on it now. I'm on it. Now. Okay. Yeah, we have fun. That's the, uh, uh, that's all, the main event. We all yeah. hyped up. Well, listen. Almeida is fucking 4-0 and in the UFC, though. Yeah. Well, those are strikers fought everybody so far. Well, not everybody hasn't fought for fucking Almeida. No, um, you know what? You're correct. Um, and uh, uh, apparently of, of uh, 12 is 13 career victories have been by knockout. And by the way, they're not all by 18. All 18 wins are not by finish. Uh, oh, you mean by finish as opposed to, okay. Uh, you, n- none of them have went the distance. So it's either a sub or a TKO or a knockout. Okay. Yeah, I see three subs. Yeah. But my point is. We yeah, have no problem. He apologized. Don't apologize. Don't yeah, it's all good. Actually, do that. Apologize. But uh, so fucking right. But uh, you know, Rosen Strike. He's not so easy to get down. He's not a simple guy just to go in there and double leg unless you're fucking. You know, um, Curtis. Yeah. What do you fight that was taking him down left and right? Not left and right. Curtis Blades. That's right. What am I saying? So I don't know. Listen, this is a test for Almeida. It really is. This is the biggest fight for him. This is the, this is the biggest name that he's got on there. So I think that uh, Rosenstrike has gone the distance with Curtis. Again, someone who's a, a master of putting you up against the fence and, and putting you on the ground. He went the distance with Cyril gone. Um, so he has gone the distance with guys who are, uh, really good fighter. So it's, it's, it's I don't, I don't see Almeida uh, finishing Rosenstrike. I'm, I'm going with Rosenstrike. And I'm going with him with the uh, fourth round stoppage. I said it, Jimmy. I'll take uh, Jalton Almeida by decision. I think this is his first career decision win. Then again, hold on. Let me look at his whole record. I have five of his fights here. Give me a second. Um, because I know these guys all train, you know, an excessive amount of rounds, but he has not been out of the second round in five years. He has not passed the second round Who did in that? five years. So I'm going to stand corrected. I say Almeida subs him in the second. I'm going to completely go the opposite. He's going to sub him in the second. 
I'm taking away. I'm taking off another round. I'm going to say third round stoppage. You say, all right, Rosa striking the third. I'm saying Almeida finds a way to stop him in the second. He didn't. He never went to the third round. Roger he hasn't in five years. Yeah. Well, Roger Strike's going to introduce him again to that fucking third round. Sure. Or Roger Strike may fight uh, just to kind of keep just just to 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 drag him into. A, are they fighting three or five rounds? Maybe they are only fighting three rounds. I'm thinking of it in terms of five rounds. Fight. Why would you say they're fighting three rounds if it's a main event? It's co-main. Oh, this is the main event. You're so, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about I'm looking at Anthony, Anthony Smith. So it is five rounds. So he may try to drag him into later rounds. Sorry, I'm thinking about uh, was yeah. Smith and Johnny Walker, which was supposed to be. Um, yeah, so he might try to drag him a little bit later. So uh, Strike might stay away for the first couple of rounds uh, or, or just try to fight to bring him into the third and fourth, um, especially if he's a guy who's used to being done early. I'm liking some of these um, some of these prelim fights. Look at this. The, 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 the main one on the prelims, main fight on the prelims. It's Craig, uh, McGee against Matt Brown, yeah. Well, McGee versus Matt Brown, that's a fucking ball burner. I'm surprised they haven't met before. You know, Damon on there. Matt Brown's 42. Isn't that crazy? Thinking, 42 years old. Who's 42? Matt Brown. Wow, man. It's making me feel old. Um. Do you know a fight I'm really looking forward to? Hold on a second. Let me open this up a little bit. Is, um, oh, where the fuck is it? Uh, besides Murano and uh, Tim Means, where's that heavyweight fight I was looking at? I'm going blind, Matt. You'll have to uh, chase Sherman against Carl Williams. I always enjoy a good chase Sherman fight. Uh, and that's right before the, uh, the main fight of the prelims. By the way, this starts on Saturday. We should promote this. Uh, there's a great co-main. There's a great main event. Hold on, let me see what time it starts. You, uh, it's an early start, bro. I know that's what I'm checking. It's uh 11:30 a.m. New York time. I don't like saying Eastern time. It's all about New York. If you're on New York time, you know the main card is three o'clock, which is perfect, by the way. I love a three o'clock main card on Saturday because I do shows Saturday night, so I get to uh, I get to enjoy all of these instead of watching them on delay. Oh, this is on ABC. Uh, thanks, Jake. Yeah. Big exposure for everyone. That's absolutely great news. I think it's fantastic news. Yeah, I do too. What do you think? About, I know we don't want to. Anthony Smith is supposed to be on shortly. I'm hoping he's still coming. Um, what, what do you think about that fight? Or do you want to wait until we talk to Anthony? Um, we can wait till we talk to Anthony. It might change my pick if he doesn't come on. I won't oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So I th you might be taking Anthony Smith. Eh, I, I was, you know, I was thinking about it with the fight IQ and the wars he's been in and this and that. But if he leaves us hanging, change the pick. Yeah. Said, and and John Kavanaugh was right. What, buddy? So that's how immature I am. I'll just oh, he hasn't heard back. He's been calling for the past seven minutes. All right. Well, don't, you don't, you just call him once. And if he doesn't hey, answer, man, he doesn't get, don't keep calling him. I'm no, you might be. I want to DM him. DM him. Thanks, Lionheart. P.S. Changed my pick. Yeah, you know, you call a guy one time. You don't have to keep calling him. If he doesn't pick up, it means something's going on, or he's just he's indisposed. And you, you always give the guy that freedom. You don't have to keep calling a guy. But then again, I'm so stupid because we could have had Gary Owen, and we could have had two yeah. two guests. Yeah, but we. I know. I, I hope. I hope Gary Owen state it was a nice way how they set it I'm up. I'm sure it was. Yeah, yeah. He's he's promoting a film. Um, we'll have him on Monday. We like Gary a lot. 
But uh, I, I just hate having three because one guy comes on, he's running 10 minutes late or six minutes late, and then it backs up the second guest who gets rush. nine minutes, and then the third guest is on time. Like, it just it fucks I, everything up. I think yeah. people like our rants. Like, I was I was, And you wanted to get that off your chest, and you should have. Well, you I have to have room for that. Yeah, you got to talk about your personal stuff, man. Yeah. But last night, dude, me and the crew, Aljo, Longo, Alaya Quinta, Gian Vellante came out off the couch. Did you guys go to Eddie's? We went to Vincent's Clam Bar. You know Vincent's? You ever hear of Vincent's? I've heard of it. It's fucking delicious. The meatballs, the sauce, the marinara. We had a blast. Hey, Matt, do we have time to pee? Anthony's coming on in a few minutes. Let me go pee real quick. Go pee, bro. All right, man. Uh, you know who I, you know another fight I'm really looking forward to? And uh, it's two just hardcore fucking dudes. In Can I guess? Well, I kind of just gave it away. Oh, okay, go ahead. Yeah, me, you hear what I said? I did not see what you All said. All right, then you say that. Who am I guessing on the main let, let me open up the card again. I'm a blind fuck. Hold on. Rodriguez, Gary. I like that fight, but it's not the one I'm talking about. And I do like that fight. Means Morano? Yes. Okay, I mentioned that one before. Yeah, that's, a, that's the first fight of the main card. Alex Morano. Yeah. And Alex Morano, who was he fighting? Oh, he was doing well with Ponzinibbio. He was winning that fight. That's right. Round, and he got caught. So I'm, I'm really anxious to see this guy come back and see what he's got. Tim Means has his back up against the wall. He lost the two studs in Max Griffin and Kevin Holiday. Holland. Holland, yeah. Kevin Holiday. Kevin Holland. And uh, this will be three in a row. So he needs this. He needs this bad. But Alex is on such a nice streak. You know? I mean, he was beating uh, uh, Semi the Jedi. He took out Mickey Gall. He took out uh, Zawada. He took out Cerrone. And then he and then he was taken out, Ponzinibbio, until he got caught. Who did Ponzinibbio just fight? Who just died? I think he just lost. Who did he just fight? Well, that's the producer's job because it's in my head. Yeah, whoever's okay, that's apparently I, I could look it up. Um, but again, thank you. It was Kevin Holland. Great. Yeah. My memory is going, Matt. My eyes are shit. I can't see anything. Oh, look at that. Kind of what? Conor McGregor saying nice things about Aljo. That's nice. What did he say about Aljo? Easiest money I've ever made. Not a scratch on Aljo. Congrats, Funkmaster. Good little finger. Good little finger. Good little fighter is Henry, but give it a rest with these agendas all the time. The guy is sub 20 fights in his career. His little faints and all. How? Oh my God, please teach me, mastermind. Laugh out loud. Don't done the splits like a stripper and got dumped on his ass. He did. Ah, oh Lord, it's tasty. That's pretty <laughs> Yeah, and then Henry didn't have a particularly good comeback. Nah. I, I think he's the type of guy that sits down and writes his stuff. Just like that fucking hype man of his. He yeah. had little notes on everybody. <laughs> I do want to see, uh, I'll be honest, Henry and Marab is a very exciting fight if that happened. That is a really fucking exciting fight. Yeah, so I, I like that he's saying he wants, he was saying this ain't over. I want, he's like, Dana Watt, I want Marab's head on a plate. That type of thing. Sure. Bring Marab. in uh, Anthony Smith. He, no, I'm sorry. I just tell him. Uh, Jake, Jake said Anthony's in their way. Um, yeah, I love that he's calling out Marab. That's great for Marab. Marab's like, yo, man, bring me those leftovers. Bring me Aljo's leftovers for now. I'll take it. It's funny. Yeah. 
but know? that's really good from Rob. The visibility he has in the last year and a half, two years, which he's deserved for a long time, that guys like Cejudo, after losing a championship decision, are calling him out, knowing that he's the guy to beat now. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Hey, Anthony, how you doing? Lionheart. I'm good. How are you? What's good, up? buddy? What's going on, brother? How are you, man? I'm good, man. I'm really good. Just, uh, you know, the Sports Illustrated people were like, no, we need you right now. And I said, if I keep Matt Sarah waiting any longer, he's going to end up kicking my ass. And you too, Jimmy. He was going to say you next. But he knows I'm not. He knows I'm just basically. No, no, he knows I'm just going <laughs> to clap on the sidelines for whoever's winning. Um, I, w- I was watching. I'm fascinated that you're flying once a week. It's it's almost like you have a corporate job and you'll go to Colorado from Monday through Friday. I mean, you'll fly home and you fly back Monday morning uh, from uh, Omaha. How How grueling is that? Those short flights are canceled all the time. They're a bitch. Have you had any issues getting back to, to train or back home? You know, surprisingly, no. You know, the the flight from Denver home does get delayed here and there. Um, but I'm going home, so it's not that big of a deal. Um, but yeah, this whole tra- this at least this training camp, I didn't have too many problems. Oh, okay, because so, that that just adds a stress when you're like, I could be home already, and I'm wasting hours, but it's too far to drive. Uh, what is the right. altitude in Omaha? Like, is is it similar, or is it completely different from Denver? Oh, it's completely different. I don't know what it is exactly, but it's much lower for sure. Okay. Uh, we just had Johnny Walker on, um, and he's obviously complimentary knowing you're a veteran. And his coach had said something really interesting about how when you're young, you can blitz these guys early in your career. But like the, the veterans, once you get up to the top 10, you can't blitz these guys just with power. It's not going to work. What, what are you expecting out of him? Are you expecting him to be more measured and reserved? Or are you expecting him to try to put you away immediately? Um, well, I think he's one of those guys that has the power and capability to, to really put anybody away early if that's, if he lands. Um, but I, I do agree that, that Johnny fights different depending on the opponent. Um, I have a lot of respect for Paul Craig and I don't want Paul to hear this and think that I'm trash talking him. But if you're Johnny Walker, Paul Craig is a guy that you can kind of do whatever you want with on your feed, as long as you avoid the takedown. Um, then you go in there with, uh, you know, he goes in there with a guy like Tiago Santos was much more measured, a lot a lot slower of a fight, much more tentative in the striking. Um, I suspect he's going to be similar. Uh, that's going to be his approach, I would suspect. With me, it's going to be a little more tentative and, and careful. Yeah, and, what, and your approach to a guy like that, who is, again, it can be very unpredictable. 
Uh, is it that you want to drag him a little bit later in the fight? Or what is a, not that you want to give away your strategy, but when, when you fight a guy like that uh, with all your experience, uh, what is your mentality going into it and, and how you're going to handle him? Yeah, if you can settle him in, um, I think it's, it's, it's obviously going to be much more manageable. Um, I'm fine with the, the wild and crazy exchanges. You know, I, I focused really hard this training camp on being disciplined and not letting myself get too out of position. Um, but at the end of the day, it's a fist fight and, I, and I'll throw it down with anybody. So um, that's probably the riskier route. But if you can settle him in and get him slowed down a little bit and thinking, the more he thinks, the better it is for me. You know, I've been seeing some clips of you and Michael Bisping. How often are you guys doing your podcast? Is, it's, is it still the Believe You Me or is it something different now? Yeah, it's still the Believe You Me. Um, Michael brought me in a little over more, a little more than a year ago. Um, and we do twice a week, typically Mondays and Thursdays. But depending on my, my like, you know, Michael, he's a big movie star these days. So um, depending on his travel schedule and my training schedule. How did that come about? Because I know he was doing it with the comedian Louis Louis J Gomez, yeah, J Gomez, yeah. And then that went south, and they, or it went it went away, and then all of a sudden you guys started doing it. So how did this? Yes. How did it come about? So Michael and I have had a pretty good relationship since uh, I started working the desk. So we've always gotten along really well. And then him and Louis uh, weren't doing it together anymore. And and Michael had brought me on a couple times as like a guest host, just so he didn't have to. You know, it was more of a break for him. So he didn't have to carry the whole show by himself. I mean, you know how it is. It's hard to do a, a hour and a half or two hour podcast kind of by yourself. So um, I would come on as a guest and and be on there for the whole show with him. Uh, and then it just kind of, you know, blossomed into this full time thing. How do you like it? Broad, broadcasting? Do you, you really enjoy it? I love it. I love it. It's, you know, it's a good way to make a living to, to talk about something you love um, and just give my opinions. You know, I, I get to watch fights, break them down, analyze them, figure out who I think is going to win, what's going to happen, what's not going to happen, where the strengths and weaknesses are, and then just talk about it. You know, it's a, it, there's a lot of work as far as the, the prep and, the, and, and that stuff going into it. But um, other than that, it's a fairly easy gig. It's yeah. Hard. You know, I watch a lot of fights beforehand and, and, and just, again, like a Dominic Cruz, who guy's always very, very well-versed well in a guy's last two or three fights and, you know, always prepared. And you, I guess people don't see that side of it. You have to actually sit down and put hours of research into it before you actually go on the air. Yeah, I mean, think about, you know, if we have a, you know, pay-per-views are a little bit different because the pay-per-views are, are promoted very top-heavy. So you may only have three fights that you're really digging deep into. Um, but the fight nights, it's, it's bell to bell. I mean, you're talking about the first prelim to the main event. So it, if you think about every guy, you, you want to watch at least two or three of their last fights. You know, it's, a, it's, it's time consuming for sure. Are you taking notes as you do that? I am. I am. You know, Michael and, and Daniel have a really great note. Uh, and John Anik as well. They have a whole process that they go through. I just watch them. And I just write it down as I go. And I almost never use them. I think by writing it down, it kind of ingrains it into my brain for that weekend. But as soon as I'm done with them, I just fold it up and throw it away. Um, Michael files all that stuff into his phone. So all he does is pull up a folder. So he has the, you know, if he's commentated a guy's last six fights, he's got his notes from every single one of those fights. Um, Daniel Cormier does something very similar. John Anik, he writes everything on note cards and then physically files every single one of those. Wow. Isn't it funny the systems people get into that just makes 
would work easier and so much different for different uh, people. I find at times notes are good with just in anything in life that I need them for, but other times I get too married to having them and it fucks me up because I'm like looking at them too much and not just thinking right. in the moment. Yeah, you know, like Alan Joban, that guy, I mean, he'll have an entire page and a half on every single fighter. And that's just how he has to do it. Michael Chiesa is very numbers oriented. So he likes he likes takedown percentages and striking differentials and, and defensive percentages on strikes from Southpaw. Like he's very he's very much a numbers guy. I'm more of a feelings guy. That's I'll I, I write all the notes and and but I, I really get down to like all right, against this type of a fighter that's this aggressive, that has this style, here's how he reacted. And then against this style, here's what he did. And so, like, I, I'm really bad at the predictions, but I can tell you, I can give you scenarios. If he does this, this, and this, here's what's likely to happen. And if he doesn't do these three things, here's what's likely to happen. And usually, at least, usually one of those two things. Sure. Happen. Man! But I can't, always, I can't always tell you, like, how someone slept or if someone's wife is being a bitch, or if their weight cut was bad, or maybe their training camp was shitty. You know, like I, there's too many variables there, but I can give you a pretty good idea of what the, what the likelihood of, of something happening is going to be. The wife being a bitch is interesting. Have you ever had an argument with a spouse or a partner before? I mean, there's a famous story about Liddell, uh, Chuck, like somebody who was dating, smashed him with an ashtray before a fight, like or the night before. <laughs> like, it's it just some crazy volatile thing have you ever had that where you have like some kind of a personal issue and it's just driving you crazy and it's weighing on you and it actually does cloud you when you walk in uh yeah you know when me and my wife first met um we were just dating at the time this was back in 2010 maybe two yeah maybe 2010 um she we didn't really know each other that well we were just dating we'd been hanging out and she came to my whatever fight I had next after we had been together. Um, and she, I think she was kind of nervous, but she got like fucking blackout drunk, like at the event before I fought. And I was like, she's just fucking floating around like an idiot, you know, like I think she was just uncomfortable <laughs> Yeah, and she was just, she was hammered. And I was so, she wasn't really doing anything bad. She was just being a, you know, just a, a drunk young person. We were only like 22 or 21. So, uh, yeah, 22. Uh, so it's not like she was doing anything wrong. It was just, I was annoyed by it. And I remember I was just the angriest person in the world when I got in there and fought. Wow. I, I don't want to say the fighter's name, but I saw a fighter's wife one time, and this was during a championship fight. It appeared to be drunk. I don't know. But screaming his name. Like, like I've never seen anything like it. Like it, it was, it was a, a main event and I could hear his wife and she was standing not far from me and I've heard her in other fights. Just if, if you were right, it would just be like, like just bellowing. And I'm like, how does he not hear that? And does, right. is that something he likes from his amateur days that motivates him or does it just drive mm -hmm. him fucking crazy? That would drive me nuts. Yeah, it, it absolutely would. Um, my wife doesn't really now. I mean, now that we're, you know, we're adults now, uh, she's she's very i don't know she's very selective about her her yelling but when she does yell i know she she means business she means sure. fucking business at that point it's you need to get your ass going or get the fuck out of there like she knows she i mean she's been in the game long enough now she knows where when i'm supposed to be somewhere when i'm not and um what are you doing for sports illustrated i have no idea it's just an interview and i was like no -uh, i gotta do unfiltered 
You guys scheduled me at the same time. Unfiltered takes the takes the precedence here. Were you guys supposed to be the main event and it got changed? We were. Yeah. When when, yeah, when was that got. twitched? Uh like three weeks ago. Oh, yeah. wow, I didn't realize it was that ago. recent. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So you guys are doing three yeah. or five rounds? Three. Just three. Oh, you are doing three. Okay. Were you happy when you heard that? Obviously, you want to be the main event, but is it, is it one of those things where you're like, I would like to have dragged him into a fourth or fifth round? Or what, how does that change things for you? No, man. If I can, I'd rather never see a fourth or fifth round in my whole life. But um, it, it doesn't really make a difference to me. He's, he's going to gas and one and a half regardless if we're doing five or we're doing three it doesn't really matter um and i don't think that that's a it's not a cardio issue he doesn't he's he he's probably north of 240 pounds in between fights and he's still lean he's like 240 with six-pack abs yeah so I, i think the discipline that it would take for him to get to 205 pounds tells me that he works really hard so I don't think it's his ability to go five rounds. I think it's it's a managing his output issue. So he, that's just he's not going to manage it, and that's just his style. That's how he is. Um, he was able to do five with Tiago, but that was a very slow paced, not very exciting fight. So there wasn't a lot happening. So, um, yeah, I can, and then three rounds, I can put my foot on the gas and just go as hard and fast as I want to go, and I won't and I, I won't I won't empty the tank in fifteen minutes. Now, a guy like that, do you think, obviously you're worried about your fight with him, but a guy that walks around, you said at 240, do you think a guy like that is not better suited at heavyweight, but just uh, so he doesn't have to deal with a weight cut would would be uh, as successful at heavyweight? Because there's been talks of him going up, whether or not he will, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think he would be better suited at heavyweight, to be honest, because once you suck yourself down, uh, listen, and I'm not getting into this trash talk thing with him, but he's been violently knocked out a handful of times like cartoonish, you know? And I, I think that's, that there's a good chance that that's less of a durability issue and uh, him sucking himself down to 205 and taking all the, the, the fluid out of his body and off his brain. People that's cut, that cut that kind of weight just don't absorb damage as well as others. So um, I think that he would probably take a better shot uh, at heavyweight. I think that he would, he would, he would have more gas in the tank and in a guy that moves like he moves at 240, 250 pounds uh, would be very unique at, at, at heavyweight. I like when you said the knockouts are cartoonish. I'm just pitching him with the birds over his fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> well, even, even like the Jamal Hill fight, like when Jamal knocked him out, I mean, it was the way he reacted is, is different. You know, he doesn't get knocked out just regularly. It's funny. It wouldn't be funny, but what did he knock down out of just instinct? He woke up and started doing the worm with the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, he's back. <laughs> well, this is a great fight, man. It's, 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 I, I always love watching you. And, and, and when, especially when it's a, a fighter that has a reputation for doing something as wild as he does, I always love when they, when they come up against somebody who has seen everything and there's nothing you haven't seen. And that's got to make you feel somewhat confident no matter who you're against is anything they do you have seen. I mean, you've seen other guys who do it probably as well as they do at one point. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I fought guys, his size. I fought guys, his height. Um, I fought guys that are better, more powerful strikers. Um, he's, he's, he's creative. You know, I, he's again, credit to him. He, even taking some losses a couple times, the way that he's taken them he's still fairly fearless in there. You know, he's not afraid to mix it up and get in the fire, uh, which I, I do respect. Um, 
but yeah, he's not going to bring anything I haven't seen. You know, I, I you know, I cracked this joke with my friends that uh, Johnny Walker's like a Tesla. Like he, he looks really good on the outside. He's pretty fast. Um, but if you let him drive himself long enough, he'll run into something. Yep. Yeah. Or, or just uh, the battery drains. Yeah. And um, where is this being? Lo- where are you guys fighting? Where are you now? Charlotte, North Carolina. Why is it at a different time then if it's so early? I'm so confused. Uh, I, th- I think that because it's on ABC, I think they're rolling us into the NBA playoffs. That makes so, sense. Um, I'm thinking, I think yeah, I'm out here. Not, I'm not far from Weidman. I've spent some, I'm pretty familiar here because I've spent some time training with Weidman out here. I was so happy to see him and his son. They were up at Aljo's fight. So we all yeah. had, I haven't seen him. We moved to Carolina, you know? So it was so good to see him. Oh, what a good time that was. He's such a good dude, Weidman. Funny. He is. He's such a good, you know, I, I, I get off on this tangent every time I talk about Weidman, Matt. I, I have never trained with a person that's as good as Chris Weidman. I never. heard you say that before, and that's so that's so never. flat, dude. Coming I st- and I still, to this day, to this day, I've, I've never won a round with Weidman anywhere. Not a grappling round, not a wrestling round, not a striking round. He outperforms me in strength and conditioning, even after the broken leg. That's crazy. Even when I was – the last time I was here training that's- with him was not that long ago. It, like – I swept him one time and I ran around the gym celebrating it and rubbing it in his face because it's the only <laughs> W I've ever got. The only one I've ever got. That's, that's very flattering, man. I'm sure he's going to, he appreciates that, man. And he, he is a special type of athlete though. He is. And it's uh, different. I believe he's coming back too. So that's very exciting. So yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I, I'll, I'll definitely be down here to help him. That's for sure. I'm sure. You'll be a part of that. Yeah, Anthony, you said something. You just made me reminded me of it. It was um, where you were talking about if you're the best guy in your gym, I think you need to find another gym. And I think you said I lose in here every day. And I and I love that attitude of this is what you're here for. You're not here just to chuck up. I mean, it's to, an ego like how great you're. It's like this is where you train. And this is where you're gonna find things mm-hmm. you're doing wrong or get guys doing things. But I think that attitude is one of the reasons you've had the career, which that you've had. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited to go into, like, I love coming to fight week and like preparing to to fight on Saturday, because I get to win. Like, um, I'm even if I am, you know, if I'm going against a guy and I'm a better grappler, my coaches will always handicap me and they'll put me in a position where I'm gonna lose. You know, like you have to be able to check your ego and and be put in bad positions. And and you know, I I spent this whole training camp with Rob Wilkinson and. Dustin Jacoby and Cody Brundage, where all of those guys, you know, I love Cody to death. If him and I were to fight, I would win that fight. But he's such a dominant wrestler that they can put me in terrible positions. We're like, all right, cool. Fight Cody, but you can't punch or kick. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, I'm going to lose that every single day. So I just, you know, Cody gets W's over me every single day. Um, so I get excited to come here because Johnny Walker is not, a better wrestler than Cody Brundage. He's not a better fighter than Rob Wilkinson. He's not a better, you know, jujitsu guy than Scott Morton. It's like, I finally get a, like I get to use all my weapons and I get to, I get to get one over on somebody because uh, I've been losing for the last 12 weeks. Nice. Well, Anthony, look, uh, I know you have sports illustrated. We appreciate you coming on. We were, we were uh, very happy that you were able to make it. Um, good luck on Saturday. And again, three o'clock main card start. So it's done on ABC. It's a huge visibility on a day like that, um, which has got to make everybody on that card happy. And you guys are in the co-main event spot. So uh, good luck against Johnny Walker on uh, on Saturday, man. And uh, we'll talk to you after. And now that you came on, Anthony, I don't got to change my pick. I just want to be honest with you. We thought you were sniffing us. So I go, I might have to change 
My, I was gonna go, <laughs> I'm fucking, you might hear it later, but now That's I don't okay. got to change my pick. I knew you wouldn't leave us hanging, Lionheart. Never. Come on. Never, Matt. I love hey, you guys. Man. I always I always love coming on here with you guys. So anytime. Yeah, Damn. we'll talk to you after the fight too, man. Good luck on Saturday, buddy. All right. See you guys. All right, Anthony. Thank you. Yeah. Man. Again, he's another guy. You can't not like Anthony Smith. It's impossible. Third round stoppage, Anthony Smith. See, now I, I can't take the same pick as you because that's not fun. Yeah, you didn't do it last time, and guess what? I got, what? Some, I got some good picks. I got some good By picks. the way, are there any uh, – Jake, maybe on Monday, can we have some kind of a tally of how Matt and I have been doing? I know Matt's been creaming me this year. Whoa! Kicking the shit I, out of me. What happened with Gilbert Burns and uh, Bilal? Uh, Bilal won. I think I – Did I take Gilbert? Maybe I did because yes, you took Bilal. You did. Yeah. I picked Bilal by decision. How did he, he did win by decision? He I did, mean, yeah. I mean, I'm he can't hurt his shoulder. I'm being what we call a bad winner. No, I mean, I'm I just couldn't have foreseen Gilbert's shoulder injury. But Bilal looks so good. Even if Gilbert wasn't hurt, I think Bilal would have won that fight. He looked great. Those beautiful body kicks, stance changes. Bilal looked phenomenal. Who do you think would look better in a singlet? Me or hype man Eric? I mean... In a singlet, I think I would look phenomenal. I, I, I mean, I think both are fairly awful visuals of well, either of you guys in a singlet. I believe that I'd look way better with my shirt off than Coach. Than sure, because he's yeah. a little fat guy. He's a little, he's a little roly poly fat guy. I'm gonna, get him, I'm gonna take his glasses off and I'm gonna go get me a little fatties. And he's gonna go stop it, that stop it. Anyway, listen. Fuck him, but anyway, <laughs> what do we want to plug, Jimmy? Tonight, 7 p.m., Fat Black Pussycat. If it's not sold out, I'm going to be here uh, every Wednesday at the Fat Black. I do my hour. It's a new hour of material. And then, of course, I have the 19th, Bethlehem, PA, the 20th. I'll be in Montclair, New Jersey. And then I'm going to Joe's Club, uh, the Comedy Mothership, July 14, 15. That is that sounds very exciting. I can't wait. I love it. I've been there once. It's awesome, and um, oh, man, can't wait to get I, back. I seen Joe, and it was I was so happy to see him because, you know, look, so many people go up though Joe Rogan and this and that because he's you know he's the man. You know, everybody yep. loves Joe. So popular now, but I know him like since two thousand and one. So I always want to go up to him, but I don't because I don't want to be one of the millions guys that people bother him. You know what I mean? I was like, you know, sure. so he was walking past me behind backstage over the weekend. And uh, it was after he did the, uh, the the weigh-ins, and I was backstage, you know, uh, chilling. So he's walking by with one of his guys, you know, and I didn't want to go up to him, so he's a little bit away. I go, hey, Joe, I love you. And I go, and he goes, oh, he goes, I love you too. And he didn't, he didn't really look, and then he looked, so it was me. He goes, Matt! Oh, dude, he came, of course he came over, Jimmy. Sure. Well, he thought I was just some random little bald guy, but then he realized it was me. He come over, he gave me a hug, he asked about my knee. And it was very genuine. Yeah. He took a little selfie of us. And I'm like, yeah, I go, oh, maybe he'll post that later. Maybe he'll post it. <laughs> anyway, it was, I'm happy to see my friend Joe Rogan. Yes, I am and, too. Uh, and I had a good time, man. I had such a good time with the team. Last night at Vincent's, uh, at, at Aljo's fight. And it was good, man. You know, we have a nice squad. Yeah, you do. We have a good time, Jimmy. Yeah. I'll talk to you this weekend, buddy. Dude, I, and then again, the fight again, it's at 11.30. 11.30 prelims, uh, 3 o'clock main event on ABC. I'm sorry, main card on ABC. Great, great uh, main event. Great co-main event. There's some really, really good fights 
on that card. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad that uh, it's going to get the exposure it's going to get. Good times, my friend. I will talk to you within a few days, I'm sure. Okay, buddy. Talk to you soon. Bye, Jimmy. Bye, everyone. Thanks, everyone. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 